Podcast. Todd Perry here to the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how we doing? To the left of me, for an unprecedented second show in a row, for the first time not talking just about internet stuff, is the man from the internet. Hey guys, I'm back. He's a man who lives no terrestrial existence. He is not uh, a usual uh, human being. He, he works at the internet, he lives on the internet, and every once in a while he steps into terrestrial existence to help us out. Indeed. And we also have in the background here is uh, a female comedian named Jenny Yang, who's going to be on the next couple shows. So if you hear someone laughing in the background or occasionally interjecting, it is our good friend Jenny Yang. So we've got uh, a little bit of listener mail here I'd like to get to. Um, let's see here. We got the, Where's my listener mail? It's time for our listener mailbag. Your thoughts, your ideas, your criticism. Send them to show at caroutpodcast.com. Now, let's open your mail. This is, uh, this is sent by a listener known as uh, Cardwiz. I heard John Sowen interpret my dream on the last episode of the Far Out Podcast, hmm. and it was eerie how accurate he was. I'm a wannabe actor. I even have a bachelor's degree in theater, and I've been in a situation where I have to make a big decision in my life as to how far my career goes. I've been debating with myself, and I want to play it safe. Do I want to play it safe, move to a nice town, get a real job, and do community theater for the rest of my life, or take the plunge into the big city and try to make a career out of my acting? Mm. I must say, I was almost ready to take John Salwin's advice when we did our... Uh, scary. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to take John's <laughs> advice. Here, here's some advice. Don't take advice from a podcast. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I would disagree. I would say that we present nothing but sound advice uh, for everyone on this no, show. Just, no. just for the record, none of us have any certification to Not give really. any sort of life it, advice. But I'm, we were interpreting his dream, and yeah, his I whole remember, dream I remember was, this. Yeah. And John was quite emphatic. He actually came out with you know quite a theory of like this guy's just kind of mulling stuff over, and he really needs to make a decision, right? Yeah, and John right. said to fulfill your dreams, and he took what John said as, as a sign from God, which might be a little bit overstating John Sowell's. Wow. Yeah, which God? <laughs> That's true. There which are God many. Are we talking? That's true. It could have been a sign from Allah. This, it depends on what God no, comes could, through. Could have been Ganesh. This ain't no Jesus Christo stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm not. But I'm not going to make the decision based solely on what John said. <laughs> Good. I, I, Good. May, I may have a degree in theater, but I'm not that dumb. But on the pro- proverbial pro con list, John put me on the pro moving list. And then he just goes on to say how much he really loves our show, and he actually goes on to say that uh, he likes the man from the internet. Awesome! And uh, Thank he you. W- he wants to hear John uh, on the show more often. Um, and uh, <coughs> mention me. Yeah. So he's, so he's going to go balls out and and do it. Is that what he's saying? Yeah. Oh, good for him. He's going to do it because he heard on the Far Out podcast. So wait, he's going balls out New York. Uh, I don't know. Balls out community theater. What no. if he goes balls out L.A. and comes out here and stalks you? Wow. That that'd be fine. I mean, I li- you know what? I like it when the listeners get really uh, personal into my life and stuff. I once had a listener say, you should take off some of your information off the internet because he uh, sent me an IM with my address in it. And I was like, that's kind of weird, dude. Like, <laughs> you know you've made it when you have a stalker. That's that, true. It is a sign of success. Yeah, he's just no- showing you he knows where you live. I know. I need also the love. That. Yeah. 
But uh, so it was pretty good. So he he was looking forward to more shows and uh, likes Kieran and Adam on the show. But uh, yeah, so uh, so good. We 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 might have saved some babies here on the Far Out podcast. All right, next one. Uh, so I got some emails from uh, uh, an email from a guy named Lax Dude, who's been a longtime listener of the show, a longtime listener to my old show, uh, and he's also on the show Pod Gods, which they review podcasts and, and talk about them. And uh, on his first show, he elevated one man to the god, the pantheon of podcasting, on their first show. And, and was that a, was... Uh, this, this kid right here. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Pod God, thank you. Now, Buck, maybe one, maybe we should put it, maybe Buck, tell Lax Dude for one moment why you too should also be elevated to a god of podcasting. Okay. Uh, well, it's a bit pretentious. Uh, pod gods, yeah. This is... This is who Giovanni and who? Uh, Giovanni Laxi. Giovanni, big, big, big friend of the show. Well, you know, I'm, I'm up to the stats. I've been, I've, I've paid my dues. Yeah, I've done the time here. You do pain, motherfucker. It, sweating it out in a garage in Lakewood for the past two years doing a show. It, I'm is, the it grind. is hot in here. Yeah, I'm working the grind, Todd. I'm here on the daily. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And Buck, you know. Jen, she, Jenny just showed up here. She's already fanning herself. <laughs> I'm here on the daily, Todd. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. Svelton right now. Yeah, yeah Jen, Jenny right now is uh, fanning herself like she's in a Baptist church <laughs> in like the 30s yeah. and getting ready to, like about she's to, hearing the testimony coming to preach. from right here. Exactly. Well, I ain't gonna preach, but. Can I get a little fan my way, Jenny? Yeah. Just bit. Oh, oh, wow. Very nice. So, um, no, you did not. Lax Dude had a, had a few questions and he says, Todd, you don't talk about doing stand-up comedy anymore. Have you given up? Ooh, I think you yeah, have. Yeah, have you? Yeah. Have you? Thank you. Well, you you guys have both been to my stand-up shows. It before. was actually pretty funny. I was okay, right? It was it was good for a new. I've seen some train wrecks. Oh, you're talking about yes, me, me and internet guy. Yeah, we were yeah. we were there for the. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, no, I've had other friends do stand up, and it was not good. Bomb. Who was who was you? You had a buddy that uh, that went up with the worst opening joke of all time. I no, I don't honestly don't even remember his jokes because they were terrible. But it was an open mic thing. Should, it's okay. Just oh, keep just keep okay, so it was this open mic thing in North Hollywood, and the other people were just like epically bad. Uh, this one guy, actually, it wasn't my buddy, thankfully, but it was one of the other guys, opened with, "Hey, so you know, like when you're smoking meth, and makes some motion where he's like smoking meth, and everyone just stares in horror. Right? Wow! And his his whole is, set was predicated on doing meth, and also some extreme repressed like." homosexual feelings that's, like that's oh. the jumping off points smoking meth yeah it was nice. it was incredible and it was kind of scary and I'm the, su- yeah the, the thing is when you when you lay out a premise now I'm no, I'm no genius when it comes to stand-up comedy but when you lay out a premise and you start with you know when the audience has to know when yeah right? like if i was like you know when you're on the 405 yeah. and then like everybody goes oh yeah i get that or like men and women really are di-, you know you have yeah. these basic premises when you go you know when you're smoking meth Pretty much, you lost ninety-seven percent of the audience is going to go. No, nah, I don't know when you're he lost mad. everyone on that one. He lost everyone on that one. You got to backtrack and bring it around to something quite convincing. I think the best part was he had to keep referring to his notes. Also, like he couldn't remember <laughs> his meth jokes. Nice. Like, okay, so he was asking me. So what happened was I, I did a couple shows uh, about a year ago, and then right after that I got married. So that kind of took me away. It, I was in full wedding mode, and then I had a death in the family I had to tend to, and then I had this. You know, it's like, okay, got to get is, the set going. This is gotta, all material, though. 
you death? Know? No, you know no, your grandma you're, you're dies. Getting, yeah, you're death get, is hilarious. You're getting married. You're you're going through all that. You're you're experiencing new things. This is all material for you. I, I know, but I'm but saying to it distracted me. And and also the problem is when you have a podcast where literally you can you can talk to a whole ton of people just walking into your garage. It makes walking out onto a stage at an open mic somewhere in North Hollywood. It makes that kind of like. Oh shit! I can sit and I can I could do that, or I can just walk in my garage and not have to go, you know, set up or premise set up punch premise set and go yeah, through all the mechanisms. You, know, you, you get the instant up. feedback though; it'll sharpen your podcasting skills. It will, and I want to get back into it because recently I was in a situation where I can't get two balls deep into it due to professional reasons, but I got very close to being a part of a morning radio team with a, a man who refers to himself as a national treasure and getting my own. Uh, another radio show again. I got very close to it, but they fired the guy who was going to hire us. So uh, last minute we got kicked out. So I had a couple days of depression sitting in my uh, bedroom, and, uh, and and but now I'm back. And I thought, well, oh, maybe I should get back into stand up again. But um, I think you should. I yeah. support it. Thank you. Well, yeah. We, yeah. Well, I, I feel like the man from the internet and Buck <laughs> that you know you guys saw me and you didn't take me aside and go, dude, don't do it. You know, no, you. I, I would have told you. I would have been like, dude, that sucked. Yeah, but we, we would have been brutally honest. And yeah, it wasn't. I appreciate that. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Actually, did, that's I, not true. I'm never brutally honest. If someone's bad, I'm just like, oh, good job, man. But I, I'm pretty yeah. sure when you were done, I was like, that was excellent. If you see me actually being genuine about it, being effusive, yes. yeah, then you were good. Well, and you, you you were good. Halfway through, I did boo you. Oh really? What, just, what yeah. joke was that? Um, it was a some Raider joke or something. Yeah, yeah that, that was good. That got Raider, a big response. My you Raiders went back joke. To Raider material, and I just booed you, and uh, it wasn't good. So Lax dude has another question. It says you've been married a while. Why no kids? Is the lack? <laughs> what is it? Your grandma? Like or your mom? Yeah. What the hell? Is it the lack of sharing your bed? When am I gonna get some grandkids? Oh my god. Was, was it the lack dude? of sharing your bed, or are you sleeping in a tent? Wow. Sh- a teepee, perhaps? Yes. Oh, that's a whole other thing. Share your bed. There's nothing more loving than to share your bed. Notice how I think you're bringing this up. Your wife just like bolted. She right just out. bolted. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wife was back. Why don't here. you have kids? Bam. You have a dog. Uh, I like. You know. There's nothing greater than double income, no kids. I got. Got to be honest. I'm enjoying that. Eventually, I will um, reproduce. But uh, as of this point, we we have we have a puppy, which I'll talk about on another show. But uh, I'm enjoying the freedom. And my wife, it's she's she still she still appears fertile. And she's still young enough that I think that possibly at some point she could birth a, a child and may that child be a masculine child as they say in The Godfather. No, wow. we might, we, I might, might have a, a kid in uh, three years. In three years, we'll have children and it'll be cool. Clock's ticking, buddy. I know. And we'll be crazy, yuppie hover parents like we are with our dog and it'll be, it'll be great. Um, uh, next, uh, as a fellow homeowner of a certain age, how fucking great is Costco? I, I, you know, Costco's okay, but I, I say this, like, here, here's the rub with Costco. When you go into a Costco, you see they have uh, all, all kinds of different foods and shit, but it's all, like, shitty processed food. So they, can, they give you all really shitty food in bulk and not really great stuff in bulk. Right. And so that, that's my rub with Costco, but I, I do... Uh, as, me, as the only hipster in Lakewood, I guess you have to represent that, right? Yeah. You need, uh, like, you need organic Costco. Right. I need I need so, I need to kind of rub frown my nose a little bit yeah. at something and be like oh Hebrew Nationals eh, yeah. I'm a, more of a chauffeur yeah. man Lakewood's yeah. only hipster is rejecting Costco for yes. not having organic food yes I I love it that I mean that's my problem like you go in there and you get you can get you can get nine pounds of Uts mix but I mean it's all kind of shitty crackers I want like you know I want some nice water brie you know right so you want like the Costco equivalent of Trader Joe's or Whole Foods yes I want I want to buy. Um, 
Yes, I'd, I'd like to buy the. Sounds you want to like, buy? You want to buy? Like you want to buy kale in bulk? <laughs> yes, because <laughs> because my wife she makes smoothies sometimes with lots of kale, and I, we need a, and have a tortoise, so you know we need lots of kale here. But you're, you're right. So that that's uh, and uh, next finally any podcast recommendations? Um, Far Out Podcast, it's a good show. Uh, we have bonus. We have a new bonus content feature on our site. Where we have unreleased shows people can listen to. Uh, I'd like to recommend. Recently, Fiona Apple was on Mark Marin uh, earlier this week, and it was an amazing interview because she's kind of cray. She's got a, a, a boatload of Fiona Apple is crazy. Yeah, I haven't heard what? that name in years. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, she's making a comeback. She just released an album. It's really good, actually. Mm-hmm. Is that on the can, internet? I probably mm. can. I can I plug a podcasting thing, please? Do. Uh, my buddies just made a new app and site called Podbay. Yeah. Uh, to help you find podcasts. Uh, they love podcasts. They used to work for Earwolf, if you're familiar with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah big sure. podcasting thing. So uh, check that out. It's podbay.com. All right. So. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. Uh, I, I listen to lots of the big ones. I, uh, if, you, if you like this show, you'll probably like a show called You Look Nice Today, which I think is one of the funniest podcasts around. Um, all right. So thank you to Lax Dude Pod Gods. Listen to his show. Uh, he, he reviews podcasts. Sounds good. Sounds good. good. So uh, the man from the internet here and I were speaking the other day, and you had a new great idea. Because sometimes when people are on Twitter, they'll say, uh, because there's this thing where lots of men, unfortunately, are afraid of being thought of as homosexual. So when they tweet, they'll be like, yo, Andrew Bynum's the shit, and then hashtag no homo, right? Yeah. And they, they always tag everything with it. Like, hey, I, I, I don't want to. Just to put it out there. Just to put it out there, just no gay, no gayness going yeah, on here. It's not gay, you know. It's called no homo, and it's like, yeah, you don't need to do that, you know. It's like no one's, it's, it's, it's you know, it's not, it's not a bad thing, you know. Right. But so, uh, the other day was telling me that he has a new thing going that with his buddies, or I'm sorry, the man from the internet was telling us <laughs> that he has a thing going on with his buddies where they tag things just in sight in life with no hobo, no hobo, no hobo. Like, yo, you gonna eat that? No hobo. <laughs> right, 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 right. But like this, the other day, and you, you told me about this, and it was kind of it was uh, flowing through my brain because uh, I, I, I recycle. I'm an avid uh, recycler, and not only do I put it in the recycling bin, but I save all the recycling for cash purposes. Wow! So like, I take like right now, like we are the most eco-friendly podcast around because every time you hear us taking a sip of beer, yeah, that's five cents going. Uh, we, we, I, I take the recycling, and then I, I give it to a local food bank. So every time you hear us uh, swilling a beer, that's a nickel to the local Lakewood food shelter. But as I was collecting my cans, I realized that like I really enjoyed collecting my cans. And then I had my old car. And what I did was I took all the bags. I had about uh, nine, you know, nine large bags filled with um, uh, uh, beer bottles soda cans yeah we do go through a lot of beer on the show and i recycled all of it but the thing was i had my old car my lincoln which i'll get into i don't have anymore but and i filled my entire trunk and then i took some bungee cord on the back of the trunk to take it to the recycling center and i realized wait i'm 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 getting into hobo territory with the amount of like cans i got kind of hoarding in your car right i'm I'm hoarding in my car in your lincoln i'm i'm I'm, uh i'm going through a, a Incredible amount of effort for sixteen dollars, right. and then I, I, I crammed all the, all them because the, I had a Lincoln Continental which had a basically a trunk that you can you know fit to five, at least five bodies, five bodies, five, five bodies, five, right. yeah, 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 five dead gang members could right. fit in the back of my all named Tiny, 
So they'd all be big ones. Mm. And I, I could fit it all. And then I, I bungee corded the back. And then I drove across the street. <laughs> and you could hear the cans clanking. And then, and then I went to the recycling center. And then I had a some hot recycling talk with the other guys in line. Right. And, you know, it's More like, line. it's like, uh, you, you, you can't get 10 cents for that wine bottle. You know, no hobo. You know, and so <laughs> it, I, I realized, but I realized that inside of me deeply, I have an inner hobo. You're a bum. Yeah, you are a bum. I, a I bum. love, I love public transportation. Yeah. I always talk many times about my love for taking the Metro rail. Uh, I love uh, recycling. I love getting that extra nickel for everything. And, uh, I love, uh, Cheap alcohol. Like, have you ever hopped a train, though? Thank you. Have you ever ridden the rails in a boxcar? I wish I could. I mean, that doesn't that sound freeing? It I, does. I saw on the TV show Taboo recently where there was a guy, and he was like some good. He was like some big like CEO guy, but he had he had his internal hobo, and so what he would do was he would go out and he would um, jump. He would go ride the rails for two weeks. And he'd tell his wife, he goes, I'm off. And he would get his hobo on. He would throw a knapsack. You know, did, did he have a bindle stiff? He had a bindle <laughs> stiff. Amazing. Awesome. And then he'd go ride the rails for two weeks. And he'd, he'd have no cell phone, nothing. And he'd just live the hobo lifestyle with hobos. And he'd eat beans. And he'd do the whole, you know. And this was recently? I've read it's become harder to do that since 9-11. Like they actually, <laughs> what? What? No, they cracked down it's on. It's harder to be. No, they've, they've cracked down on all sorts of transportation stuff. Um like really you know yeah you know, like jumping rails and stuff yeah i mean just tr- train yards yeah, are, exactly. are are more secure now talk exactly. about the unintended consequences yeah, of the patriot act yeah the patriot act has cracked down on hobos well we got to draw the line there at some point we got to you know the civil libertarians of the world have to really make a stand up for pro hobo yeah not no hobo but pro hobo <laughs> pro hobo yes the pro hobo lobby needs to step up there yeah it is. And, and and lobby for more open box cars <laughs> and easier access to train yards Maybe we can get this to be an issue in this year's political campaign. I'm willing. To, I'm willing to support this. This is this is an election year. Let's get it going. Yeah. So we you th- are. You think Obama's pro hobo? I. You know. I think that maybe on. I, I'm trying to. I haven't really heard Obama's stance. I'm not gonna. Romney is clearly anti hobo. No, he's definitely anti hobo. <laughs> not Romney with is not with the plan. Strongly right? anti hobo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What about the rent is too damn high guy? He is probably firmly pro hobo. He's pro. He yeah. should step out there because that'd be a great way to put him, you know, kind of distance himself or get, get, make, make him cut through the political clutter. Yeah. He's the leader of the pro hobo. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Like, then I, I started thinking that would, I would love to be able to take two weeks off from my life, ride the rails, you know, go down to like Santa Fe Avenue and Long Beach and just see where the train took me and uh, drink tre- cheap booze and uh, hang out and eat beans and uh, just see America from like, you know, like Jack Kerouac, but from a. Um, Boxcar. I don't think you'd last five minutes. It, no, yeah, I think <laughs> I don't think you'd last. Five I don't think it's quite that romantic. It no, does sound amazing, but I think after a couple of days of not eating and sitting in shitty, dirty boxcars, you would probably come back. I would come back to my nice, comfortable suburban existence yeah, exactly. here yes. in Lakewood, you're, California. You're, you are domesticated now. Yeah, you, you think so? You have a house. You have a lawn that yeah. you need to take care of. Yeah, I know. That's what it is. That's See, the thing. I would sacrifice print- my lawn for this stuff. My wife wouldn't know. <laughs> my wife doesn't know how to lay lawn seed, i got to be honest. Right. Okay, well, to... maybe you just shot a hole in my argument. You know, give, give it a shot. I'm, you know, don't let me be a negative Nancy. Don't let me... But I guess there's, there's hobo code. Like, if, you, like if, if it's like, this place is safe for sleeping. Like, you find a, a cave, and a hobo will make an etching on it. 
like it'll be like have like an X on it. It'll be like good, good to go. You're good to go here. Or right. another thing, there'll be another sign. Maybe it's like a sad face, and it'll be like, no, there's like dangerous hobos here. Hmm. Like not the cool hobos, but like the uh, you know, methed out hobos. Methed out hit you yeah. with a shiv hobo. Yeah, you know. But and you know this? You you've chilled with the hobos? You know? No, I was, I looked it up online. I did a whole. There's hobo know, code. There is a hobo code. That's legit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. There is actually a book. It's like chalk marks on doors. Uh, it was in the 20s, I think, or 30s during yeah. the Depression when the hobos were riding the rails. They would mark stuff so people knew where to go to get work, you know, or get a hot meal. Yeah. But, I mean, it would just be fun because if, once, once you live the hobo lifestyle for a while, you kind of you realize how much stuff you take for granted in your everyday life and, you know, how kind of easy you know life can get. And then maybe you come back to reappreciate a, a hot shower or um, not, you know, not splitting yourself on a can lid, you know, to eat, or uh, not not waking up at three in the morning with people trying to steal your knapsack. Or not getting this chased by train yard security. This yeah, sounds yeah. like my last weekend. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Headline, porn-watching burglar hit several Eugene homes. Uh, Dateline, Eugene, Oregon. A man who police allege broke into Eugene homes to look at pornography on the homeowner's computers has been arrested. In some cases, lubricant and towels were found next to the computer after 21-year-old Anton Owens burglarized the homes, according to Eugene Police Department. Wow. Wow. Do we need to read any more, or is that the uh, whole story? No, I, I think there's more Keep in there. There's more. Okay. The investigation started when burglary victims who live near Owens shared information about strange break-ins and computer breaches. In the fall of 2011, a homeowner on Polk Street in Eugene reported an intruder had entered the home and surfed pornographic websites multiple times. In one incident, the homeowner's son woke up to find the intruder in his bedroom, officials said. See, Officer you know, I'm, said. I'm thinking this is like this is like the porno boogeyman. Like maybe that kid was looking at porno on on his computer, and his parents caught him. It, it was wasn't like, me. It was the porn burglar, right, guys. Right. It was exactly. the porn burglar. He 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 blamed a black guy because like it's if you always. look at the photo, it's, there's a the photo of a brother on there, and it's kind of like the woman who killed her four kids and, and blamed a Hispanic guy. Like there's a black guy coming to people's houses, preyed on white fear, and then boogeymaned everybody into believing that the uh, this is the all new tooth fairy here. Yes, for the internet, age. it's the porn fairy. That's what it is. Oh, this next paragraph is great. In a case from March, a female resident said she returned home and found porn on her computer monitor. She also found lubricant towels and a cell phone nearby. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah. He just he had to go. He mu- she must have busted in on him. Right. That that was her boyfriend probably. Again, yeah. blaming somebody else. I, I don't know, man. I heard this some guy running like this guy's the greatest scapegoat in the history of right. mankind. Right. This poor guy was probably just walking along and he just happened to match all the description, you know? Right. He's just like, oh, man. Victim of circumstance. Yeah. yeah. It's always the kid or the boyfriend or the husband. I'm going to save this news story and in case my wife has, happens to come home and see something unfortunate on the computer screen. I'm like, is, 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 is the uh, beat-off burglar is coming into the house. The, the question would be is, let's say that you're the CSI guy, right? Like, they send you in there and then you look at the websites and you could probably, like, you know, they have profilers. There's probably people who could porn profile based on what the guy was looking at and figure mm-hmm. out the dude. Mm. Like he would reverse engineer the situation. So you go, well, he was looking at, uh, I don't know, a little poo-poo action or something like that. And you go, well, these kinds of guys, there's, there's got to be some kind of file set up for these people in government computers. 
No, nothing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I yeah, mean, right. God, God, I hope you got me thinking. God, I hope not. Maybe this you know happens more than we realize. Yeah. Maybe there is. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're the man from the internet. What could you like? Let's say, for shits and giggles, a woman comes home and sees, um, kind of like women with large asses porn. Right. Okay. Right. Maybe, That's what you're looking at when she comes home. Maybe it's like Brazilian women with large butts. H- has this happened before? <laughs> no, this it's never happened. <laughs> Sounds like a concrete example. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. really specific. Right. Maybe I won't give a specific example. Okay. But I do believe if you distill this point down, that probably you could figure out a lot about a guy based on what kind of erotic erotic material he's into. Could you? I yes. don't know that you could. You think it's fulfilling some like unmet desire or something that from their childhood? Like this is really yes. Okay. I'd say you could probably yes. take a, a photo of a man. You could take the psychology of a three-year-old boy because that's kind of when we get locked into all of our you know, psychological... We kind of get cemented and then you, you waste the rest of your life trying to act it out. Interesting. You know, you're... Also, as we parents mentioned divorce before, when you're young, and you know you want the approval of your father, you start a podcast. You can you figure to work your way back with podcasts. That right? is the most common reason that podcasts start. Right. And so, if there was a certain amount, like you could say, the three-year-olds like this, it, when he's twenty, his porno viewing habits will be this based on that, and you'll probably be right ninety-seven percent of the time. But, mm. but why is he doing it in other people's homes? That's the question. That maybe he doesn't have internet access at his <laughs> place. I, yeah, he could do it at libraries. That's true. That is true. That's your recommendation for this guy instead of leading a life of crime, do it in the library? I can't like recommend every, that. Like everyone else. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> everyone else is watching porn in the library? Have you the, been to a library lately? It's exactly. It's hobos watching pornography. Just jerking off. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. You haven't been to a library lately? It's, it's the modern bathhouse. Is the, uh, yeah. Kind of. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far All Podcast today. My name is Todd Perry. Buck Perez is here. Hey, thank you. The man from the internet, thank you for stopping by for two shows. Thanks for having me. This was a blast. And uh, we will see you uh, back on Monday on the Far Out Podcast. Uh, remember, uh, everybody, uh, Akbaka, Baka Chaka. Such was lullaby Ich sag gute Nacht And I said good night